Is the peace and security statue that just dropped in New York a prophetic sign for you and me? I say it is, and I want to prove that to you today. This is going to shock you, awe you, and inspire you. I can promise you that. You don't want to miss today's episode. Roll the intro. In the age of information, what is truth can be confusing, but we have a source of life, a source of truth. It runs through our very being as the image of God. It is both ancient and mystic. It is found in every word of scripture, leading to the way of Yeshua, taking the gospel beyond church into new mediums as a message of hope. Welcome to the My Bible Works tribe. Hey everyone, welcome back. My name is Jacob Cooker. I'm the host here at My Bible Works. Uh, today we are talking about the peace and security statue that just dropped in New York. What does it have to do uh, with maybe an ancient or uh, older religion? We're going to talk about that today. Some crazy, crazy tie-ins. Uh, and in fact, you're going to see these statues all over the world by the end of this episode. I'm gonna show you uh, that they are in fact all over the world and they're in, in, in a lot of places, public places that maybe you haven't noticed them. Uh, this one is on display for all to see with these rainbow colors. That's why I got a little bit more attention than the other ones, but you're gonna see them everywhere. Today's episode will inspire you. Uh, I hope to go out and share the gospel online with others, maybe start an online Bible study, maybe start uh, your own YouTube show, maybe do a TikTok channel. If you're not comfortable with that, maybe uh, you can just jump over to www.mybible.works and start a Bible study group on there where you can just chat back and forth and be a support for others that are out there sharing the gospel online. That's what we're all about here at My Bible Works. Thank you for your support and for being here. Do you often find yourself wondering if world news is connected throughout time or being fearful of the future and our world and species? Uh, how about thinking that prophecy uh, and feeling unqualified to interpret it? I know I do. I feel unqualified to interpret prophecy every day because uh, I'm not trained. I'm just a guy who loves the Bible and wants to share it with others. If you do a quick search for the statue online, it will pretty much render it useless uh, because you can't find it anywhere. There's no news articles about this. This thing wasn't publicized at all. There was literally like one tweet over on the UN's uh, Twitter page and it's not actually the UN's page, it's UN Photos page. Uh, it's not the verified one. I couldn't find it on the UN page. Maybe it's like way back. Maybe they posted it months ago and it finally just hit the Christian community. Uh, I'm not sure why. So, and uh, forgive the uh, uh, explicit word on the screen here, but here's something. Here's a sign talking about signs. I want to call this to your attention. If you've been following my TikTok videos about a certain uh, gentleman who owns this company, um, and some of uh, the Gates Foundation and their affiliation with everything going on now. I won't get into that today because I don't want this video taken down. But I'm just saying, look at the ad that I found. This was an ad tied into this. I mean, obviously they're not, you know, affiliated. But I'm just saying, uh, I think God puts these signs out for all of us just to kind of be aware of. So just a little, little uh, extra there, a little bonus for you. Uh, so from CBN, the UN sculpture uh, looks like a reference to Revelation 13 as well as um, the other passage in Daniel here. So 
Uh, in fact, I'm going to back that up so that I can quote it correctly. Uh, Daniel 7 actually is where it's at. So, uh, during the current times of taking down statues of historical figures due to the woke crowd, the United Nations has placed a giant statue in New York that resembles an end times beast from the New Testament's book of Revelation. Now, I could not find the direct resemblance to this in the book of Revelation because it's described differently in that, but certainly in Daniel, certainly tying this to King Nebuchadnezzar, certainly tying that to uh, the spirit of this beast, guys, that has just been in the world uh, since the garden, since the serpent. Um, and so that's what I wanna talk about today. Uh, very, very revealing. So it was a gift from Oaxaca, Mexico. I hope I'm saying that right. I didn't know anything about Oaxaca, Mexico. I've never been there. So I looked it up and found a great article on, um, this is nationalgeographic.com actually. So it's an archeological site. So it's one of the most rich archeological sites in Mexico. The Oaxaca Valley has a number of well-preserved ruins. Mitla is famed for its intricately carved fretwork mosaics and are slotted together perfectly without the use of any mortar, as if pieces of a puzzle. The exact meaning of the mosaics is unknown, but thought to be related to the afterlife as Mitla means underworld and Zapotic. We're gonna talk about that. A short distance from Oaxaca Center, the UNESCO site of uh, Monte Alba is one of Mexico's most jaw-dropping ruins uh, inhabited by the Zapotec and other peoples, uh, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, there's a lot of cool stuff there. A lot of these pyramid-type things there that you're used to seeing. Um, if you just type in Aztec culture, you see all these like Mayan-looking pyramids and stuff, and that's uh, there's more of those here. So... Um, and that's what they look like in the background here. So, uh, the, the religion in Oaxaca, Mexico, I wanted to look up what's the religion today, because how is that like, what's the symbolism tying this statue to end times prophecy and everything going on now? Why should you care? And if we're at the end, why are you going to go out and preach anyway? Why are you going to shift your business to be a ministry business? Why are you going to shift your, uh, online influence to be a Christian influence? Like, what do you, why? Are you going to do that? And uh, this is so important that we just see these things tie together. I'm going to share at the end uh, why I think that's important right now. So 85% of Oaxacans profess to be Catholic. It's just interesting to statistic there. The religion of the Zapotec is Roman Catholic, but belief in pagan spirits, rituals, and myths persist to some extent intermingled with Christianity. Uh, so really interesting. It sounds like from what I have gleaned from my research that Zapotec culture is still a thing. You know, it's not like extinct. And so it's got Roman Catholic Christianity, some pagan, maybe magic, you know, myths, those type of things, rituals. Um, and who else was doing that? I, I don't know. Maybe King Nebuchadnezzar. Um, he was, you know, building temples, even built on the, uh, the old tower of babylon to build his temple to the sky to look for his gods all the while acknowledging yahweh but not worshiping him not putting him first uh, anyway that's uh this piece is from britannica.com uh but those are the temples in the background there and here's that uh intermingled uh tile work that we we're talking about the exact meaning of the mosaics is unknown but it's thought to be related to the afterlife this is interesting as Mitla means underworld in Zapotec. So, 
Why is Zapotic important? Why is the statue that we have now in New York important? Why is Underworld important? Why is their religion important? Because it all ties together with the same spirit that's been in the world since the beginning. The, the spirit of the serpent there that's continued um, and is now present in all kinds of different cultures. And let me back this up because I got to read this very specifically here. Okay, so this is from UNC Greensboro, Peaceful Societies, Zapotic of uh, La Paz Village. Okay, this is crazy, guys. I want you to look at the titles on this page. Okay, so avoiding and resolving conflict, gender relations, raising children, sense of self. Okay, people of both La Paz uh, and San Andreas believe in respect, equality, and cooperation. Generally feel they should avoid stealing, adultery, physical violence, blah, blah, blah. They believe they are basically good, okay, until they get drunk, which we're going to see here in a minute. Social control. The Sapotic uh, have methods to minimize aggression. Community council. None of their methods are particularly bad or evil, but I'm just showing you. Look at, we talk about the beast system a lot. What is the beast system? Social control. Strategies of avoiding warfare and violence. And their strategies are basically get them drunk. Let them take it out once in a while. Uh, give them what they want. Um, and so <laughs> crazy guys. I mean, look, sense of self, do whatever you want. Um, we're basically good. It's okay. Social control. Got to keep people under control and then strategies to avoid warfare. Um, guys, like, again, this is the beast system. Just check marked off sense of self, social control, avoid warfare and violence. Kind of that, that, uh, guise of peace, you know, the, a false savior, those type of things. All of this ties together. Again, I'm not a biblical expert on end times prophecy, but I just want to open your eyes to what all of this is. And 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 when I read this article, I'm just like, whoa, like the, the parallels are crazy. Uh, even economy, just the keywords on this were just tied in exactly to what the beast system is and will be uh, at scale. And I believe it's already here and it's been here throughout history and it's just now getting at scale, you know, just like a business when you're scaling a business. Well, at a certain point, it's at scale. It's doing the highest volume. It's performing as best as it can. You know, it's it's there. It's fully realized. And I just think we're getting there, guys. So sense of self, social control, and, uh, you know, keep people happy. Keep them drunk. Say them with me if you're here for the first time. Hidden biblical laws of overflow. I am affirmations from the Bible. I am the image of Yahweh. I am working for his kingdom. I am a servant of all people I meet, and I am a disciple of the way of Yeshua. Say him daily, write your own down, make sure that you know who you are. I am is one of the most important words in the Bible. It is who God is, it is who you are, it is who we are through Christ. Don't forget that, guys. Getting into the scripture, Thessalonians 5, 1 through 28 in the ESV. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When people are saying there is peace and security. And what is the name of that statue? It's the peace and security statue given from Oaxaca, from this place with Zapotec uh, culture and roots 
and what were they do what is their religion about it's a little bit of everything it's kind of whatever you want it's kind of uh you know keep people happy it's kind of uh social control it's kind of a little bit of magic kind of a little bit of sexuality kind of a little bit of what does that sound like guys so there is peace and security then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman <clears throat> that's important because the Christ child born of a virgin the pains the the labor pains revelation is the wedding it's the it's it's a rebirthing it, you have labor pains you have uh leading up to the day of the wedding it's this 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 whole symbolism thing and then they will not escape but you are not in darkness brothers for that day to surprise you like a thief so we're not in darkness guys for you are all children of light children of the day we are not of the night or of the darkness so we don't have to worry because we can see it we have the third eye we have eyes to see and ears to hear we know what's up and that's so important daniel 7 4 in the tree of life version look at this in the background these slides are so important that i put in the background if you're listening on the podcast uh, we're showing this is a basilica in Venice, and it has a lion with wings on it, with angels surrounding it. The lion is golden. This is a Roman Catholic cathedral. And in Daniel 7, 4, in the Tree of Life version, the first was like a lion with eagle's wings. As I watched, its wings were pulled off, and it was lifted off the ground. It was made to stand upon two feet like a man, and the heart of a human was given to it. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, in Daniel, that is talking about King Nebuchadnezzar. So like a lion, the lion with eagle's wings is an appropriate symbol for the Babylonian Empire. So Babylon, we know uh, from Jeremiah, Ezekiel, uh, winged lions with human faces were common in Babylonian art and were placed at the entrances of important public buildings. So here's what's interesting. And if you see this slide, this is another bronze. Uh, it's a lion with wings. We see these things everywhere. And you won't be able to unsee them now, guys, after this video. You're going to just see them everywhere. You're going to see them uh, in our government. You're going to see them in our religions. You're going to see them all over uh, Europe. You're going to see them all over um, symbolism. If you have any, if you're in the Midwest and you have different clubs like the Knights of Columbus and stuff like that, you're going to see these symbols everywhere. And God has put them there for us to see and be aware of. Wings were plucked off. Perhaps this is a reference to Nebuchadnezzar's humiliation and later restoration after a seven-year period of insanity. Nebuchadnezzar, he's building on the Tower of Babel. He's building his own altar. He even has the zodiac on it, painted all the way going up to the sky. He's looking to other gods recognizing Yahweh over here on the side, but really focusing on magic, astrology, sexual immorality, anything that makes him feel good about himself and the people happy. Guys, what does this sound like? I mean, all of this, every story in the Bible is essentially the same, and it all points to the same thing. It all points to the same Savior. It all points to the same plan, and we've got to be aware of this. And uh, Nebuchadnezzar, I'm just fascinated with him because, you know, he he wanted knowledge. He wanted special knowledge, but he didn't want to do it Yahweh's way. John 16, 33 in the ESV. I have said these things to you that you, that in me, you may have peace. 
in the world, you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So speaking of doing it Yahweh's way, the way of Yeshua is the way. And let's look at what he did for us. Let's look at his way, the way he actually existed and the things that he shared with us. And let's step into that, overcome the world. Blessed are those that overcome. Revelation 18, 1 through 3 in the Tree of Life version, Judgment of Babylon. This is where it gets real, guys. Right before this verse, it talks about the whore of Babylon, the, the mother of all whores. She does whatever she wants. She entices the kings of the earth to drink from her cup. She's riding the beast. Riding the beast that, that you know, is... That, that, that really, I think we're talking about. That, that's, that's connected to the beast system. That has uh, the, the kingdoms of the earth and the kings... Uh, upon its heads and horns and all this symbolism again you know look we could do a whole study on that but she's riding this beast so let's think about this let's tie this together after these things i saw another angel coming down from heaven having great authority in the earth was illuminated by his glory he cried out with a mighty voice saying fallen fallen is babylon the great she has become a den for demons a haunt for every unclean spirit and for every unclean bird and for every unclean detestable beast for all the nations have drunk of the wine of the fury of her immorality the kings of the earth have committed sexual immorality with her and the merchants of the earth grew rich off the power of her self-indulgence what's going on in the world right now guys people flesh is being destroyed for the sake of profit and, and i mean we we can get into the free candy that's going out if you got your first round of candy you're, you're protected your second round of candy um you're you know you're supposed to be more protected now they say people need a third round of candy to really be good citizens and look at the money that's coming from that People are growing rich off of that. Merchants of the earth, sexual immorality, people doing whatever they want. We even see, if, if you look at things like Jeffrey Epstein, if you watch that documentary on Netflix, you see the deep, deep, evil, evil sexual immorality going on with leaders in the world, merchants of the earth. I mean, you, you see this. The spirit is in the world, guys. It's here. It's here. The spirit is here. And I want you to see that statue, that Statue of Liberty. Ancient pages here. Is there an ancient secret connection between the Statue of Liberty and the Anunnaki goddess in Inanna? Yeah, there is. And in fact, there's a lot of other goddesses that represent freedom and specifically sexual freedom, doing whatever you want. Um, we have one of the largest pornography industries here in the United States. Look at the merchants getting rich off of that. Again, this all ties together. Freedom, liberty, freedom and freedom equals liberty. The goddess was the goddess of freedom because she promoted the ideals of personal freedom to do anything that felt good. She was called the matron goddess of prostitution because she promoted sexual freedom. 
Guys, it's all right in front of us. And why is that important? Because we should be empowered and inspired to go share our testimony, to go share the gospel with others. My takeaway from today is everything is connected from time to prophecy to current events. It's cyclical and circular. The heavens declare God's glory and the signs are in the heavens. We have no excuse for not knowing him and the world needs to hear our testimony daily. Guys, that's literally just my opinion on it. I hope you can make up your opinion. Uh, go share with someone today. And, and today, the actionable takeaways, I don't have them listed. But what you can take from this is start to draw parallels. They do not have to be linear parallels of this happened at this time and this is going to happen at this time. We get so confused. The church has taught us so much about prophecy being this linear thing rather than like the spokes on a bicycle wheel where we see these flashes and these reminders. We see the statue outside the UN now. That's a shadow of the actual beast, of the actual system that's being set up. If you look at all the beasts in Revelation, they're all a part of the spokes on the wheel. These, this system that's being set up to control us, to keep us happy, to keep us in worship and trust of something other than Yahweh. All the while we have God printed on our money, we have God uh, as, as a part of our belief systems, as a part of our cultures, as long as it's where it stays and it needs to stay over there. But we have these other gods. What did Nebuchadnezzar have? Again, what is every story in the Bible? All the judgments against people is because they didn't put Yahweh first and foremost. Yahweh is not just this invisible thing, God. Yahweh is this entity, this creator, this being that wants your attention and your love. And that's why we are called to go out and share what Christ did for us, that we can be reconciled to Yahweh. The things that were done to us, if you go through Enoch, you can see how the other sons of God, the heavenly host, sinned against humanity, corrupted DNA. We see that happening now uh, with CRISPR technology and everything going on, guys. It's all connected. Start to see it. Use your third eye. Ask God to open that fully so you can see these parallels tied together. Notice all the lions with wings tied together uh, sitting outside of your public buildings. It's so important, guys. Go check out www.mybible.works. You can check out all the articles there, all the show notes, all the videos organized uh, for your convenient study. You can go through those at your own pace. Go check it out. While you're there, if you love this ministry as much as I do, you can get God-given gifts of brilliance, which is my ebook. It's my e-course. It's a full video workshop where you can find your specific gifts in four, five different areas of your life, personal, professional, communal, and spiritual, um, where you can actually dive in with me, me teaching the lessons and reading you the book, and you get the downloadable book and other downloadable guides. You can use it on PC, Mac, iPhone, Android. It's 80% off right now. You're directly supporting this ministry and getting some incredible material to help empower you to go and share the gospel online. Don't forget, that's what MyBible.Works is all about, sharing the gospel online today, tomorrow, and always. I love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you for being here, and peace. Hey, My Bible Works Tribe, I hope you enjoyed that video. If you did, be sure and give it a big thumbs up and leave a comment down below with what you thought of it. 
Also, if you want to join us in a virtual campfire chat, jump on over to mybible.works. It's completely free, and you can join a safe and open Bible study discussion with our global community.